Hello, everybody. It is your buddy and your pal, Ouch, back again with this week's Retro Wrestling Review. Um, this episode might be a hair bit shorter, unless I do more filler segments like this, but anyways. Uh, I did not do my usual note-taking process where I, you know, go through spots written down, jokes I make up, and being snarky and all that, so this one might be a little bit quicker than anything else, so we'll see how it does. I'm calling this a quote-unquote pure episode, but that might just be me. Today, we are looking at WCW Slamboree, May 18th, 1997. I picked this one because WCW, when pay-per-views came around, they were almost always headlined by Hogan at this point in time. He was, for all intent and purpose, he was a maniacal, egocentric monster more than anything. And I, you can pretty much assume that that was the case. So I saw a Hulk Hogan-free WCW pay-per-view. So it's like, okay, let's see what we can do here. There might be a little bit of something going on with it, but we'll see. Opening package, the big draw is that you have Reggie White in a match, you have Kevin Green in the main event, and they're mentioning Mongo's past. There is already too much football going on. You got your football in my wrestling. What the hell? Uh, happening in Charlotte, North Carolina. For the most part, that's never good news for Ric Flair fans. Um, I was having a lot of technical problems from the network on this one. Yes, I was drinking during most of it, but no, that shouldn't matter. Like, it would be playing, it would, wouldn't buffer too far ahead, and then it would just restart the entire thing, and it was really pissing me off. Uh, the usual Dusty, Shivani, and Brain on commentary, but I don't remember any good lines, so... Oh, well. First matchup for the TV title, Ultimo Dragon with Sonny Ono taking on Steve and Regal. Uh, selfie by Sonny Ono, predating everything. But, you know, now he has to get those developed. So, how obscure is that? This match was a good styles clash. You know, only Steve and Regal pretty much has mat wrestling. And Ultimo Dragon at the time was considered a lucha guy. But Dragon did have some mat wrestling, so they did mix a little bit well. Ultimo Dragon got his lucha spots in. Steven Regal could do show what he could do. What's the word? What's the word? Double cross. That'll work. Double cross by Sonny Ono against Dragon. Kicks him in the back of the head for the interference. Steven Regal with the Regal stretch. New TV champion Steven Regal. Pretty good. Good little opener. I liked it. Uh, second match, Medusa going up against Luna Vachon. Uh, what are we at here? Mid-1997, women's wrestling, I don't think, peaked or even started for either company. 1997. No, 1998, no? Yeah, yeah, 1998 was the year when Sable basically took over, so we still got a long time. Um, decent women's match. Medusa did hit a clothesline Luna Vachon. Then Vishon landed on the back of her head. I gave points for that. That was a brutal one. It looked really good. Uh, Medusa over with the German. Decent, but, you know. I Okay, here, here comes the bigotry. I am not a great fan of women's wrestling. Me, unless it's just 
period of time. I don't know. It's never spoken much to me. It's never that smooth. It's a little choppy and chunky sometimes. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. That's just me. Rey Mysterio going up against Yuji Yasuraoka from the war promotion in Japan for 1997. Remember how I said that Steven Regal Ultimo Dragon match was the good style clash? This one is the bad style clash. Rey Mysterio, pretty much all lucha at this point in time. And Yasuraoka, I kind of looks like a striker, more strong style than anything. This one really didn't clash. They took a while to get going. Kind of, not a dud of a match, but nothing clicked, so it just kind of became a series of moves. Rey Mysterio over with the Hurricane Rana, like the end of every Rey Mysterio match in 1997. Uh, Glacier going up against Mortis. Yes, the Glacier character was stupid, but I still find it entertaining. Uh, On purpose, DQ after... Um, uh, James, was it, was it James Mitchell? I can't remember if he had his name or not by this point in time. But James Mitchell was there, basically. Calls out Wrath, Mortis's buddy. On purpose DQ, no real match. But then, the single best part, Ernest Miller jumps out to assist Glacier. Ernest Miller, according to commentary, was full contact karate champion and stuff like that. So... Hits a pair of jumping sidekicks on Mortis and Wrath, and then hits a beautiful tornado kick on Mortis. Hits him right in the jaw slash throat. For you non-martial arts fans, tornado kick is when you do a full spin around and then kick them. It's it's hard to do, but it looks so damn good. And there's no clip of this on YouTube, so I can't show it. And you can't really look it up, but it was an amazing tornado kick. I loved it. So that itself saves that entire match, and that's why I called it good. It's just a tornado kick at the end. That's it. <clears throat> Dean Malenko going against Jeff Jarrett for the United States title, I believe. Solid match. Both men are workhorses. But Jeff Jarrett was, again, I just have this theory he has bad wrestling karma. But at this point in time, it is very, very, very early in that part. It's probably just because he is country, for all intent and purpose, he's still doing the country singer gimmick, just without singing. So, it's a little hokey, and kind of, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, it never really clicked, and then he was just, that personality type, just insincere, I think, and people can see through that, so I don't think, I think that's just kind of the start with it. Um, wrestle, wrestle, wrestle between them. Mongo comes out, brings back Deborah. Wrestle, wrestle. Dean Malenko hits the Texas Cloverleaf, taps out Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko can have a match with anyone in any style. Why would you not take advantage of that? Very good match. I like this one. Oh, man. Uh, I don't mean any offense by this one, but this happened, and this match is real, and I swear. On the WWE Network, they have markers for each of the match, like the start of the match and the finish of the match. So if you don't know what you're doing, you might get hit with spoilers and ruin it. But this one is not marked. Uh, Chris Benoit with Woman going against Ming 
in a very, very unfortunately titled death match. Oh, man. That's a bad day at the WWE Network where you can find this part. You gotta go to your boss. Hey, uh, there's a death match with Chris Benoit on here. Do not mark that, you idiot. Whatever you do, do not mark that. Oh, man. D- okay, match. They're basically stiffing the crap out of each other. They're doing the 10 count rule, where if you're down by 10, you're considered knocked out. But apparently they didn't inform the announcers of this, because they're questioning that call the entire match. So, I believe the finish was Ming... No, no, no. Benoit goes for that diving head, but Ming catches him in that Tongan death grip. And then I think he passed, quote-unquote, passes out. I don't remember. It's been a little while since I've watched this. The Tongan death grip. Is it similar to the Mandible Claw? I mean, I I have at least seen explanations for the Mandible Claw. The Tongan death grip just looks like he's scratching his neck. So-so match. Ming over. Conan and Hugh Morris going up against the Steiner brothers. If Brock Lesnar is the mayor of Suplex City, the Steiners were at least the founding fathers. They were tossing some Dungeon of Doom cronies in this one. And and they were tossing both. There was no difference between the two. Hugh Morris was getting ragdolled for a little bit, too. Decent match. Steiners over with something... I do not remember, so that probably tells you more about the match than anything I could do. Okay. Uh, Steve Mongo McMichael going up against Reggie White. Uh, Football versus football. Can we eliminate that stereotype of people thinking just because you're a football player, that means you can automatically get into a wrestling ring? There's a disconnect there somewhere. People don't realize that. And plus... This is your semi-main event, and you're depending on Steve McMichael for a good match? No damn offense, but he was... he gets he, A, he gets called a horseman. Figure that one out. And B, he should be in tag matches, but, you know... So your semi-main is dependent on basically... Like, basically two reality TV stars. They don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Not a great match. And then interference from Jeff Jarrett with another suit, uh, suitcase shot by Mongo. Mongo over. Dud. I don't remember anything. And I was unimpressed. That's what I remember. Uh, your main event, Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, and Kevin Green going against Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Six. It's called No DQ, but I don't remember any instances of there being a reason to be No DQ. Decent match. I mean, it's over because of Flair more than anything. I think this was Flair's return match for something or other. But I think that's why it's mainly over because of the crowd going crazy for the legends and stuff like that. Let me see here. Trying to remember the ending. I know it was... I think it was either like a triple pin or like a triple submission. And three count Flair Piper Green over. So if there's one good thing about a Hogan-free pay-per-view, it's that WCW will at least win. So give credit for that. Okay. Okay. It's an okay show. The the Steven Regal versus Dragon, that was a good match. Dean Malenko versus Jeff Jarrett, that was a good match. Uh, Glacier versus Mortis, I like just because of 
Ernest Miller's tornado kick. That was great. Mid level. This would have been a this is a hard sell because 1997 WCW was basically getting destroyed every week, and there's no Goldberg yet. There's no DDP. DDP was on his rise. I forgot to mention he had a mid level segment with Macho Man where they were gonna fight, but it gets broken up and stuff like that. He was starting, but he wasn't quite there. So, uh, eh, half, halfway show, it's okay. Nothing too memorable, but there's a little bit of substance here, so decent show. Not bad. Nothing too much you gotta worry about. Alright. Alright, next week, ECW, we're looking at near the end, it is gonna be ECW... November to Remember 2000. Take a chance if you get it. Let me know what you think on Twitter. At JustOuch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. I still do not think of an ending, but I am doing these way too fast. Alright, I swear, next show will actually have a solid ending. But until then, this is Ouch. We will see you next time. I don't know who's this we in this situation, but I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.